Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down. Don't touch that. Stop it. Where's the line? Testing. Testing. It's working. Yeah? Yep. So you're rolling. We're rolling. Oh, wow. Well, welcome to Hands Off Parents. I'm Abby. I'm Steph. It always seems very surprising when we're just rolling and we just get right into it. Always does. No Always surprising when something works. Yeah, that's true. Just sort of like a general rule. So um, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. We're reco- It's really late. The sun is almost about to go down. This is crazy. We just had a, a nice little board meeting of rec room. And, we did. Um, I'm very tired. Had some wine. Just a little bit, though. By the way, guys, um, the stuff you're sharing on social media of wine-centric absurdity stuff is just... And I was in um, Galveston, which is, if you're not in Houston, it's like our, our beach town, air quotes, beach town, <laughs> everywhere, just littered with... Play- and it didn't occur to me till like, way later to start taking pictures of it, but it's kind of absurd, the, the drinking culture. Of parenthood. Once you open your eyes to it. Yeah. Um, we also got an email this week. We got a Facebook message. Yeah. Um, from a dad. Spill it. And um, it was like our first like kind of like shame on you ladies email that we've gotten. It wasn't a hate mail, but no. it was definitely a, a finger wagging. It was like, listen, you've been generalizing about dads. Yeah. And uh, let's be a little more sensitive. I agree. And I think that he's right. And dads do care about poop. They do. <laughs> dads care a lot about poop. No, we're not mocking. It's awesome. It was such a good email. Like, he said, he was basically like, you should start to consider that there's like many ways that families are raising their children and that like our experiences of being moms, but that that's not everybody's experience. Yeah. And so we just need to be more sensitive to that. And I appreciate the feedback and, um, Sensitive is something that I typically am not, but I will try to be about this. Yeah, no, I think he's right, and I um, feel like I do try, but then we start as we start to go off on these diatribes, and where you can only relate to yourself. And uh, yeah, I mean, on one level, it's like this is our experience. Yeah, like we are talking about our experience, and we are moms. Mm-hmm. But I think what he's saying is like you can talk about your experience, but don't act like yours is the only one that's no. existing. No. Like, it's not like moms are the only ones who care about what their children eat or... No. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. Dads care a lot as well. And I invite him to come on the show. He should totally come on the show. I don't know where he is. Well, we'll, Did he say? No. I don't know. But... We'll we'll write him back. We should do that first. Yeah. We'll write him back. First step, reply. Um, So, yeah. yeah. But it's it's good. It's good to get feedback of any kind. Definitely. um, We love to hear from you guys. So, uh... Abby, how are you doing? I, um, tell us about tell us about your world right now. Oh, uh, I had a great week. My sister and her family came to visit, and she has actually she's been on the show and she's mentioned. But if you don't recall, because why would you? She has a twelve year old and a seven. He's almost eight. Um, and she and her husband came, and we did all this fun staycationy type of stuff, um, go karts and. Wow, flash pads and et cetera, et cetera. And it was just lovely. And she came to see uh, Garbage Island. She saw my other play. And it was like really awesome because it was the first time anyone in my family has ever seen anything that I've ever written and like has that has been produced. So that was pretty cool. 
Abby has another play right now that is for grownups that's um, being produced right now at another theater in town. Yeah. So she's got two works. So I like dragged my sister out to a lot of theater. But she was so excited about it. Yeah, she posted about it and she was very proud of you. She was and it was awesome. I mean, I, one of the things that I like recall most vividly about Harris is like being so proud of his work. Yeah. And like, that is something that like, I just can't talk about enough. Yeah. Like when you see your siblings creative product. Yeah. It's just very moving. And she's very creative and she's written a lot and she's a great writer and I'm always just excited to read her work. And and this is actually, I'm going to segue this. There she goes. Um, I think, I think this is a no segue. One better. So the thing that put a mild damper, not really even on our experience together, and this was like a very different kind of, it was an odd different. We always have a great time together, but it felt like different. It felt like we were just buddies and nothing got like usually everyone annoys me even her and she knows this so I'll say it out loud but she didn't at all and I was very sad when she left so our mom sent us an email um about something or other something sugar related my mom's on a, a yet another something diet and this one is sugar related and like did you know that sugar is bad for you and we were like course i didn't reply have you ever read the yeah. fucking internet <laughs> yeah. yeah i've heard yeah and that was like the the subject line in quotes like i've been reading like thanks mom we also do that she's cracked the case on it yeah, she's, she's the cracked. first person to ever discover that sugar is toxic yeah i've never heard that never heard thank it. thank you for sharing it. and specifically watch what you're feeding your kids mm. so i didn't react to this because i don't i usually try not to which is my own thing, but my sister, it gets, these things did get my sister very hard and she gets very upset about them. And neither one of us replied. My little sister, I should remind in case you've all forgotten, cause I, you don't know this owns a bakery. Like, so it's like, <laughs> and she replied to just us. It was like, Oh, I own a bakery by the way, mom, in case you forgot, like, fuck. Um, and baked goods are made with sugar. They're made with sugar. In and Ellie doesn't even mess around. Anyone out there that yeah. d- doesn't like use an oven, like we went to Iris's speech evaluation today and one of the questions was point to the thing that makes food. And it was like an oven. And I was like, told her therapist, like she don't, she won't know that <laughs> she will not, she can get that one wrong. Cause she's never, ever fucking seen it used. <laughs> like, can you please not hold that against her? Don't score that. <laughs> It's not about her hearing. It's not about her tongue. It's just about her mother being a <laughs> shitty cook. So long story short, I don't want to be late for this. My mom sent a nasty email, follow-up nasty email, subject line WTF. I thought you guys would call me. And this is just what my mom does. She just needs to insert herself. She has nothing going on. So she turned, like, she, and she makes up stories in her head. She's been doing this my whole life. And I just ignored it. But my sister can't just do that. So she wrote back a reply anyway. The final reply from my mom was my mom calling my sister an F and B. Literally. In caps. You are a bitch. Um, to her daughter. Yes, to her daughter. And this is not the first time this has happened. It's not. Going and this isn't a group email? Or uh, or no, she only. To her. Yeah. For someone who doesn't understand email etiquette, my mom knows BCC versus <laughs> CCC, which is weird. But so my sister was like, 
immediately was like going to respond. I was like, Cal- calm down. Just take a minute. Yeah. Take a minute. Think about what, how you, your end game, like, do you not want to talk to mom anymore? Do you not, do you need to take a break? Like, what do you want to do? So she ultimately decided I'm going to send her this reply. that says, I think we need to take a break. So my question in the, in the hands off parent world is, where where do you stand or like how do you how do you act as both a sibling but then thinking about your future parent self I have two kids I know you have one right now and potentially you will have more than one my uterus is currently <laughs> empty but I guess at some point the plan is that it will be full how do you like I don't know I I want I don't know if I should stand up for my sister and go against my mom or would, would I want my kids to do that to me? And I was thinking I would. Like I actually would prefer that their relationship was stronger than my relationship with them. But I don't know if I'm just saying that out of the fact that I already feel that way about my sister because I love her and my mom kind of drives me nuts. Not kind of. Very much so. So I don't know. I Like was just, should you get involved? Should I get involved? Is it like – do are I know that there are many people that don't have relationships with family members. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that as a mother. Would I want that as a daughter? I guess is what I'm saying, or asking or inquiring. Does your mom like? I mean, I guess my question is like, is this a out of the ordinary occurrence? No. It's a repetitive. Her like exploding and calling somebody a name. Cyclical happens. You can almost like pinpoint when it's going to happen. And how have you reacted in the past? So it never happens to me. It only happens to my older sister. And that's what's crazy. Because, but you, because you don't, you don't instigate. I don't instigate. You don't engage. No, I don't engage. And they have a, a, they have a hands down, like emotionally abusive relationship. My mom is emotionally abusive to her. Do you think that your sister wants you to get involved? No, I asked her and she said, no, she said she didn't. She said, if I, you know, do whatever you want to do, but I don't, I don't need your help. But I wonder if she needs my support. I mean, is she planning to kind of like, I don't know. It quits. It's been, I mean, it says, but the thing is like, my perspective is that it seems like the family unit is sort of damaged and has been already yeah it's not like this is but unfortunately I guess that's, the first time no but can you imagine not talking to your mom no no that's because she lives inside my butthole yeah <laughs> she, does. she has a house there <laughs> that she's bought yeah <laughs> it's a mother-daughter house <laughs> like for better or worse. But what about thinking about yourself as a parent? So just trying to like broaden this question out there. Like as a parent, how do you, I don't know. Like how do you become so, like how do you become self-aware of the influence that you have or the or the negative impact that you're making? Or I mean, I, my mom's not self-aware. She has no idea that she's doing these things. I mean, she used to do the same stuff when you guys were kids. Yeah, all the time. It's not like it, there's been any sort of change of behavior. They're never. She's seventy. She's not changing. So, like, that's the thing. She. So, this is what I always. This is what I think, and it's easier for me to say from this side of things. But like, people are who they are. Yeah. People who are seventy are who they are. She's not going to change. We cannot change anybody else. We can only change ourselves. Now I sound like a fucking talk show host. No, but you are one right now. But <laughs> with your headphones <laughs> and your microphone. 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, we have a caller. <laughs> Delilah. I love that show. I do too. Uh, she's so great. I'm Only obsessed with her. Where is the time. documentary about Delilah? <gasps> Where is that documentary? I would watch it right every now. time I hear every time. And you know, she's adopted like 18. Do you know this? She's no. adopted 18 children. Really? Maybe it's 10. It's, it's no Either fewer way. than 10 and no more than 18. It's somewhere Could between be 11 and they all have like disabilities of some kind. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? Anyway. Google. Her. Um, so, okay. So I used to like love Oprah. I was obsessed with Oprah. So you're throwing down a lot of talk show. Like truly, I really was obsessed with her. And I remember she said on her show one time, like, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Yes. And that has always stuck with me. I'm like, okay, your mom is who she is. And so the only thing that you control is your response to her. Right. So like, what do you get out of the relationship? Like, Nothing. is it okay? So like, you know, it sounds terrible though, but maybe it's time for you to say to her, like, this behavior is not Okay. Um, when you, when you wound one of us, you wound all of us. Yes. And like, however, like fucked up your family was, you girls are close. Yes. So they did something right on that front. Agreed. Agreed. And you're all close and you're all smart and like productive. We, except one. Except one of us. Exactly. And whenever that, that's. That sentence comes up. Wow, you guys all turned out so great. It's like, well, yeah, not no. One of us died. I, I have. We yeah, have the same, same sentence. Same sentence. But like, and it's like for us, it's like the one who died was like the most successful. But like, I don't blame my parents for that. Yeah, yours. You know, I kind of you do. kind of do. Yeah. So I mean, it's like there's a lot tied into it. So I talked to my, and I'm, I'm tying into this. So I talked to my, my mom called me on Monday and I call, I called her back and she didn't ask anything about our trip. And every time I brought it up, she changed the subject. So she's actively not wanting to hear about it. But that's when I started thinking about this, what we're talking about. Like, should I have called her back and been like, Hey, no, we're not doing that. You can't. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know that you sent Rachel a really awful, hateful, like hurtful message and that and you hurt me by hurting her. I mean, but to what like what is that going to do? How often do you talk to her? Once a week. More when she, sometimes because I think she's dying and I'll, I'll pick up and I'll be like, what are you doing? I just talked to you yesterday. <laughs> I mean, don't you think like. As a parent, this is circling back yeah, to your yeah. initial question. Like, wouldn't you be so glad if Levi and Jack, as 35 to 40-year-old humans, were yeah. spending the week together of course. with their families? I would love, love, love it. I would be sad that I wasn't there, and I bet that that was a part of it. So maybe she feels left out. Yeah. I'm sure she does, but she doesn't, she's not aware enough to say, that's why I sent that email. Cause I feel like I wish I was there. So I think you just have to figure out like, okay, is, is my saying something going to do anything? No. What's the end goal? What's the end goal? Yeah. What do you want? Like, what do you, would you want? Your okay. You're not going to change her. <laughs> <laughs> she would. She has a lot of children. Yeah. I, I know. 
like she has a, Sir, a lot of sir adopted yeah. quote unquote adopted. and mike and i are on our way if you want i mean you have a list but like we have 10 children that are willed to us so if jack and levi need a home we're starting an orphanage oh i'll will them to you yeah like if if yeah. all these people's like, parents have die now i don't want them right now oh. Well, and they need to have large trust funds that have my name on it. That ain't happening. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. You just, I think you have to kind of figure out like what's at stake here and yeah. what's going to make you feel worse. Right. Is it going to make you feel worse to say something and to stand up or is it going to make you wor- feel worse to not? I don't, that's a great question. And I don't, I don't have an answer to that. I did feel like, well, I teach young people communication old people in communication and sort of a practice what you preach you know everyone should speak their mind you know whatever and i don't do it but don't, you don't like conflict i don't like conflict but i think i know the tools to engage in it effectively with somebody who's willing to engage in it appropriately and effectively which she is not she'll just hang up on me do you use those skills in your marriage communication? Uh, I try to, I don't always, but I like when I can stop and think about it. Yes, mm-hmm, I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I apologize a lot, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. <laughs> not, um, not you take just, responsibility. Yes, I take responsibility. When I think I'm responsible, I always take responsibility. When I don't think I'm responsible, then I'm, I'm terrible for, I'm terrible at taking responsibility. It's hard. It's really hard. It's hard. But, but we just had a thing where Rob just called me and took responsibility. And I was like, I'm grateful that you called me because I was getting annoyed with you. That's awesome. Yeah. So when to cut off a toxic family member? That's the topic. That's the topic. And I know quite a few friends that have toxic family members who have, I have a good friend who did cut off, uh, but she has not cut them off. She has physically stopped but she is emotionally not mm-hmm. which uh, maybe yeah. you never can i mean so is your mother a narcissist yes this, so that's the problem you can't have you just can't have a relationship with that person no. you never can no. oh, i have a very dear friend who has a narcissistic mother and um it's like She's never like she's never gonna be the mom that she wants. No. It's just never gonna happen because she's just in her own saga. So even if you say something, is it gonna have an impact? Not at all. That's the thing. It's is, not. And it's probably gonna cause you a lot more aggra- aggravation. Yeah, or it won't because then I can just stop talking. Well, but is that really what I need to do? I don't know. I mean, I think the question is, is it going to, is it going to bring more to your life or have like more of a negative impact? You just have to weigh it out. Like, is it going to be worse for you if you cut it off or is it going to be worse for you if you keep it going? I am sure it'll be worse if I cut it off. I made, I made, I have made efforts in the past two, three years, I guess, since the boys, like just to share stories about the boys and keep it at that. And it's been going well doing that Mm -hmm. but this sort of put me in a weird place where it's kind of like do i need to i don't think you ever need to fight somebody else's battles no you're right you're right and she doesn't need me she's plenty fine at fighting her own battles. she seems that way to me yeah um but like if it's weighing on your conscience and you know you feel like you're gonna be doing some disservice to yourself if you don't say something 
then yes. Like at what point am I just going to explode? Because I'm just so. And at some point you probably will. Probably will. Because to use her parlance, she's kind of a fucking bitch. Yes. <laughs> she really, really, really is. Like, I mean, I am sorry to say that about my own I mean, mother. And who it's so... I do love, you You know, those, those are people, you love them because they're your family, but. Well, and it's so like interesting because the other friend I have who has this very narcissistic mother is also like one of the kindest, most generous most lovely, uninflammatory. I wonder if there's like a reactionary. I'm telling you. Well, because. You rebel. And you're the same. Like it's, you guys have very similar dispositions. So it's, I guess it's a survival thing. Maybe. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. You know, like when you're thrown into that, I have such a very different experience with my mom. But had she, you ever gone through a thing with her where you guys were estranged in any way no not really i mean we have we have our fights but she it's like the opposite she like wants to live vicariously through every single thing like she's makes it all about her kids like your mom makes it all about her yeah my mom makes it all about us yeah and so with my mom like you know she's lost a child and so that is her identity now and so her entire identity is wrapped up in that trauma. Yeah. And she's like building a new life around having lost a child. Is your mom doing that? I mean, is it like. No, no. She's. Does she talk about it? Does she. No. And she won't look at pictures and she. So she's just, you know, I mean. She's crawled into. She was in a hole and she crawled out of it and it felt positive for a few and I don't think she crawled back because of I don't know I don't know maybe she did but she's also antisocial she also has like personality so I mean she's she's legit cray I mean god like I don't I just don't understand how you guys how you turned out how you did I think because we had each other I think Mm -hmm. I think because we had each other so like yeah I mean I'm sure that there are so many people listening who have toxic mothers. Yeah. And, and toxic and fathers. fathers. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to our dad year. Yeah. Where we started. Yeah. <laughs> toxic dads as well. Um, but I guess the question, if anyone wants to answer in the hands off world, like, like, did you, have you ever cut anyone off? Would you, what? How would you think about that from the flip side as being a parent? Can you imagine? Could you imagine if one day Iris was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore? It's heartbreaking. God, no. Yeah. No. But hopefully you wouldn't put yourself in that position. I mean, you would assume that you wouldn't. I mean, I think I think all of this, I think there's a lot more to this topic. Like, I think we should talk about like toxic households. Yeah. Like what about households where like the moms and dads are fighting all the time? Yeah. And yeah. what does that do to the kids? Yeah. And what are they picking up on yep. and how are they like making it about them? And how is that informing who they become? And what about households where people are yelling at each other and people are throwing things at each other and people are hitting each other and. Ugh. Oh, when my parents got divorced, we, we were thrilled. You were like so excited. Finally, like you guys hated each other. It was so obvious. 
I'm sure I say that now and at the time um, it affected me in a different way but i definitely remember being like this is not a bad thing i mean right it's, it's bad but it's not this is good for, this, this is better is for good. everybody yeah but so yeah tell us let's talk about toxic household. oh my god this went south this went this went dark tonight guys yeah. and it is dark outside now it is dark maybe it's the lack of sunlight might making be. us might be we also did have some wine <laughs> <laughs> and Why like and i feel like it, where i'm it's very delilah like tonight yes it's so very much you, like, let's talk about said, it yeah your headphones although you have those all the time yeah huh? these are iris's toddler headphones so i'm like a little toddler delilah um i did want to yes uh just let everybody know because we did have a couple emails i literally i got i got an we got an email the other day where they were like steph make a budget like <laughs> like did you read that email? No, I, I don't know if I saw that. It was a great email. That's you need awesome. To, yeah. Um, she said a lot of awesome things, but one of them was like, do your fucking budget, get your life together. And so Mike and I sat down the other night and this has been something I've talked about for 67 Hashtag episodes. <laughs> that was like episode four. Okay. <laughs> and like, so we were like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to actually do this. On a and spreadsheet? On a spreadsheet and because I had this very wealthy friend who sent us a spreadsheet of what he does. Okay. And, um, and then it made me feel really, that, well, yeah, that would really terrible. <laughs> Your wealthy friend. But, Look but how much like, I spent. Oh yeah. It was, it was pretty amazing, but it was like, this is the format you should use. So we were like doing this for like two hours and trying to look at bank statements. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to gouge my eyeballs out of my face. Like I, I, this is, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And then Mike was like, what if you click on that thing on our bank account where it says spending and budget? It and does I that clicked for on it. you. And we were like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. We were able to plug those numbers in awesome. to the spreadsheet. And it gave us so much clarity. I feel like this like weight has lifted off of me because I can literally say like, okay, we're spending too much on this and we're spending too much on this and this is the limit and this is what we can do and this is what we can't do. And so does it, did this like, uh, breakdown give you what you should, like what, what should you be spending your money on? Or you guys are just sort of determining this is too much for our budget. So one of the things that it did was it made us look at like, where is all of our money going? Yeah. Cause like, I just feel like it's going, but I don't know where. Yeah. So it's going to top three things. One healthcare. Yeah. Because we're on Cobra right now and we pay $1,100 a month for our health insurance and our deductibles are really high. And so we have to pay, I mean, it's, so that's the number one, which is just like so sick and like ties into, um, that's my sound for that Two, dining out restaurants yeah this goes back to iris not knowing what an oven is right (laughs) and three um shopping and entertainment really and that's just like basically anything that doesn't have a category gets lumped into that okay so what we noticed is like there was a lot of stuff that i've been spending for rec room Mm, on your own budget yes that i've never gotten paid back for yeah and like anytime we buy somebody a gift anytime we do anything that is not, that can't go into like a clear category. It was lumped into that. Yep. So 
the dining out thing, we were able to go, okay, um, we need to only, we are only allowed to eat three meals out per week. Yeah. That's the rule. And like each of those meals cannot exceed $40. That's good. That's a good rule. And like, we're doing it and it, and, and like, okay, this is, so I meal planned this week. I came up with a meal plan, Abby. Amazing. I have a <laughs> recipe for a stupid crock pot and I'm going to do tomorrow. I cannot wait for it's pictures probably going to be, gonna I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to post them online. Post them. Um, I will be showing off and bragging about this till the nth degree power. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just like really, I don't know. I just think it was helpful. And, um, I think that when you don't know like what's going on, it just was giving me this anxiety that I just can't even explain. Right. Right. Like I was just feeling like, Oh my God, we, we have to like, we're, we're dying. We're going to be destitute. And it made me see like, that's not true. We're not going to be destitute, but we have to do these things. Right. To, to get better. That's great. And like, I always say, this is what's so interesting about it is that my like whole spiel about like the, the hearing loss stuff in the early intervention is like knowledge is power. Yeah. You need to have a, you need to don't be in denial. You need to know what's going on. You need to attack it fast. You know, that's how you'll, and I don't live that way in like any other area. So it's like, I do think that. And so now that I have the knowledge of what's going on, I don't feel as like helpless. Like I'm not like floating in the cosmos. It is power. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad that you feel good about it. Yeah, it was great. So thank you listener for like scolding me and it's done. And then I do want to tell you, just to kind of close it out, and this goes back to what you were talking about, about families and mm-hmm. toxic environments. Yeah. Um, my daughter said the funniest thing. What did she say? Yesterday. Um, she is very into right now uh, acting out anger. Okay. So she's like, she plays these scenes now every night. Really? I'm mad at you guys. You are not making me happy. You are not making a good choice, mommy. Slamming doors. Like, but she's doing going time it out. on purpose. It's like, it's part of the routine. Now, I'm going to go sit here for a minute by myself. Okay. You know, she's, she's like, it's like, she, it's a thing she's doing. I love her. She's playing it every night. Like last night it was like, she was coloring and we were like, okay, we're setting the timer. You got to, you got to wrap it up. And. And then my, she didn't. And so we like literally turned the lights off downstairs. We were like, we're going upstairs. And she stayed down there and we heard her screaming, you guys are not making me happy. And we are not going to be able to do fun things together anymore. (laughs) And she's just spewing these things. Right. And then she comes upstairs and she crosses her arms and she slams the door in our face. And, and Mike and I just, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. And, and the laughter I'm sure doesn't help. So like she goes and slams her door yesterday and we're like cleaning up because we had a house guest this week. So we're like cleaning up the room and she comes in and she goes, guys, we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I said, okay, what would you like to talk about? She said, I know that you are my family, but all the time you do things that bother me. (laughs) And I said, yeah, that is what it means to be a family, Iris. It's very true. That is the (laughs) definition that you are... You are forced to live with these people and all the time they do things that bother you. Yep. Yep. And there's every mother fucking hour. (laughs) There is nothing to do about it. Something that someone does in my house (laughs) that bothers the ever loving shit out of me. Yes. Yes. But I love them. Yep. And that I think is the point. Yep. Yep. I love that. I was like, you've summed it up. Yep. 
I will continue to do things that bother you <laughs> and you will continue to do things that bother me. Just saying that. That's a continuation of what you're doing to bother me. I was like, you have figured (laughs) out like you have it's you've cracked the case. This is what it means. It's not like, oh, a family is a place of love. No, a family is a a place of of people who bother each other, who bother each other incessantly. (laughs) (laughs) But like, ultimately, you have each other's backs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I love that. Anyway, so you can apply Iris's like mic drop knowledge to your situation. Mom, you bother me. (laughs) All the time. All the time. (laughs) Just hang up on me. It's just fine. And I love how she phrased it too. But all the time you do things that bother me. (laughs) Yeah. Very definitive. All right. Um, All right, guys. Tell us what bothers you. Not about us. (laughs) Except for you, Dad. You're fine. (laughs) You're fine. Uh, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Good to talk to you. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail camp.